Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How are you? Great. Good. You know, it's Monday. Uh, we record on Monday. You're going to hear this tomorrow. Sorry, everybody. You may, you may hear this 17 Mondays from now. <laughs> yeah, you, whenever you feel like listening to this, well, I hope you're just here listening. Lil Nas X's Old Town Road might still be number one. Wherever <laughs> 37th <you're> week. <laughs> or the 66th week at number one. Well, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition... You can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got news about Ariana Grande and how her new single, Boyfriend, with Social House, is heading for a splashy debut on the charts. We also have news about NF nabbing his second number one album on the Billboard 200 and how Drake could possibly score his ninth number one on the very same chart next week. Plus, we've got an interview with In Real Life, the five-member group who formed almost two years ago on the ABC reality competition Boy Band, talk all about their summary hit Crazy AF and more new music on the way, so stick around for that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. So let's get into some of the biggest news of the week. Uh, the prolific Ariana Grande returned. Grande. <laughs> she returned last week with the brand new single Boyfriend alongside pop duo Social House. And there's even a cheeky music video to match. But first of all, Ariana doesn't really owe us any music at this point, considering no. <laughs> it hasn't even been a year since she dropped her Sweetener album in August 2018, and then she delivered yet another full-length project, Thank You Next, in February, but here she is with a new single. Actually, you know what, girl? It's actually just time for an album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're overdue. Come on, lady. <laughs> Get together. Get in the studio. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but the song's chorus spells out a, a pitfall of modern dating, if you will. Uh, she sings, you ain't my boyfriend and I ain't your girlfriend, but you don't want me to see nobody else and I don't want you to see nobody. So what does that make them? It means that you don't want a commitment, mm. but you don't want them to like, it's like a, we want monogamy without a commitment. <laughs> this just doesn't it's like, work. It's like you're, it's, you're in that weird limb, like that, that sort of neutral limbo stage yeah she tweeted about how like she has multiple friends who all like she feels like they all relate to this idea and uh and so here she is putting it out into the world and the video plays off the concept by showing ari and mikey from social house who are also rumored to be dating although nothing has been confirmed on that front um let's shows... just fuel the rumors with a song called boyfriend exactly they literally put the word boyfriend on mikey's face on the <laughs> single art so they're not they're not shying away from the rumors um, but it shows the two of them uh, spending some time with other people only to then violently attack those other love interests with a bow and arrow, arrow in Ariana's case or by ripping a gentleman's still beating heart out of his chest. Kalima! Just so they can be together instead. It's all very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ariana and Social House actually even performed uh, the song's live debut uh, during Ari's Sunday night headlining set at Lollapalooza. So came out Friday. They're already singing it live on Sunday. It'll be on an album in a week. But where will it be on the charts, Keith? <laughs> what, what a perfect segue to do the chart chat. Yeah. Well, it's looking like Boyfriend could make a splashy bow on the Billboard Hot 100 next week. And I'll go out on a limb and say 
a top 10 debut seems pretty likely i think that sounds about right yeah um but will it have enough oomph to knock little Nas X's old town road from the top mm. Mm, i don't know <laughs> no one else has <laughs> yeah, so why would you do it ari uh old town road spends its record extending 18th week at number one this week on the billboard hot 100 and it's been unstoppable Will Boyfriend be the latest single to get blocked from number one by the Old Town Juggernaut? So far, we've had seven singles peak at number two behind Old Town, with five of those debuting at number two. So, hey, Ari, if you're heading for that number two debut, you'll be in a very elite club. Indeed. You, Taylor, Ed, Justin. Sean. uh, Yeah, you just all hang out together in your A-list pop star club. Fun fact, if Boyfriend stalls out at number two, it'll be the second track titled Boyfriend to stop at number two. Oh. Joining Justin Bieber's Boyfriend. I was wondering, and I'm imagining that the illustrious charts team at Billboard might put together something about songs with the word boyfriend in the title. There's been two songs with the word boyfriend in its title in the top ten uh, I think the other one was uh, My Boyfriend's Back. We should do a side-by-side of boyfriend and girlfriend songs, and it can have Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored by Ariana Grande. There was also Boyfriend, Girlfriend by Janet and <laughs> Blackstreet. Ooh, that can be, we can make a Venn diagram, and that can be in the middle. Yeah, which songs do <laughs> better? both. Things with girlfriends or boyfriends? <laughs> yes. Or just we're friends? Just, we're just spitballing some sweet Billboard.com ideas. <laughs> um, all right, next up, over on the Billboard 200 albums chart, NF scores his second number one. As the rapper's latest studio, studio effort, The Search, enters atop the tally. Now, the set starts with 130,000 equivalent album units earned in the week ending August 1st, according to Nielsen Music. That's the fourth largest week for a rap album released in 2019. And of that sum, 84,000 were in album sales, the biggest sales week for a rap set this year. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chance the Rapper logs his highest charting album yet, as his new set and his first proper studio album, The Big Day, enters at number two with 108,000 units. Next week, we could see another new number one from someone who has visited the top a few times, Mm -hmm. Drake. His new Odds and Sods collection, Care Package, which was released on August 2nd, could launch at number one with over 100,000 units earned in the week ending August 8th, according to industry prognosticators. If it tops the list... It will garner the megastar his ninth number one album. And now it's time for our interview with In Real Life. The five-member group, made up of Brady, Chance, Drew, Sergio, and Connor, came together almost exactly two years ago on the ABC reality competition series Boy Band. Since then, they've racked up the top 40 radio hit tattoo and returned this year with the summer jam Crazy AF and the mid-tempo ballad Hurt for Long. And there's even more new music on the way, including She Do and an accompanying music video. We talk all about what it's like to have five guys from completely different backgrounds, completely different lives, unite to make music together. Oh, and how they had a fan come all the way from London just to see them perform a handful of songs at a radio promo tour. So please enjoy our interview with In Real Life. And every time we play in the streets, I wake up with her marks on. Hello to In Real Life, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. Thank you for having us. Since there are five of you, I'm hoping that maybe we could start by having each of you go around and introduce yourselves so everyone can hear your voices. Okay. Hi, my name is Brady Tutton, and I am 17. What's up? My name is Sergio. I'm 18 (laughs) years old. What's up? I'm Drew, and I'm 21. I'm Chance, and I'm also 21. I'm Connor, and I'm 20. 
Awesome. Well, nice to meet all of you. Hey. Nice to meet you. Um, There'll be a quiz later. Thanks, right. <laughs> I'm Keith. That's Katie. Yeah. Uh, our ages are not yours. <laughs> We're slightly older. Slightly older. Yeah, um, <laughs> but youthful in all other ways. Exactly. Yes, I got that by <laughs> So let's start by talking about your summer jam, Crazy AF, um, which has been getting a lot of love at Top 40 Radio and I'm sure at pool parties across <laughs> yeah. the globe. Yeah. Um, so when did you start working on that song and did you know right away that it was a perfect fit for summer? Yeah. Yes. yes. I think so. <laughs> I mean, so we we heard that um, on last fall. Last fall. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, I feel like that was immediately the vibe that you get. It's pretty like he's got that kind of like not reggae guitar, but it kind of has that energy where it makes it kind of summery. Mm. Um, and uh, we sent it in the group chat, and everyone was just like fr- freaking out about it immediately. It was one of those moments where you're like, oh, yes. Like, mm. we knew that this was going to be like a really cool song, and our fans were going to really like it. So it just felt great, and it made you feel just very comfortable about the year going forward. Yep. Like, yeah, we were playing the demo just because it was written by Marky Basie mm-hmm. and Ray Keys, and Brady was the other person who wrote on it. Um, her name is Ash- Anaya. Yes, Ananiah. So when we were on our Tonight Belongs to You tour uh, that we did last fall, we were just playing the demo like over and over because we we were looking for new music to like start the year. And that song, I think I think it was like unanimous that we all just kind of knew that it was gonna be end yeah. up being one of the main ones that we were gonna put out. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of summer, you know, you really leaned into the whole like summer theme with the music video. Yeah. 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 Um. Set at a pool party. Yep. Um. What was the shoot? Like, was it fun? Lots of sunburns? Like, <laughs> um, it was actually pretty cold that yeah. day. Oh, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. The mindset that we had going into it was, like, we knew that there was going to be a lot of people there. You know, a lot of uh, girls were there, if you guys saw the video. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no so women. There's no ladies. No, not None a single lady in the video. <laughs> but we just we, dudes all over the pool. <laughs> yep. We're kidding. We're kidding. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> we wanted, no, you're good. We wanted to make everybody feel comfortable. So we made it a thing to go around everybody and say hi and learn their names. Yeah, exactly. and, uh, just because... Like there's a lot of music video shoots I feel like where people don't get to know everyone mm-hmm. and like it ends up creating a weird energy. So we made it a thing from the beginning to do that. And with that being said, like the whole day was just a, a whole lot of fun. Like we it was were all a really literal relaxed. pool party. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, everyone we had to get in the pool because it was hella cool. Oh, oh it was yeah. so it was cold. freezing that day. Cool. I was so miserable. I was in the pool. I was like. <laughs> Like really, my lips were chattering. Everyone's like had yeah, the green lamps out. They kept making we were us told go our in lips were after. purple. Yeah, it was crazy. They kept making us go in after too. Yeah. I think I stopped after one point. Like everyone got back in the pool, and I was like, I'm not getting. Stop! I don't care. I should be in the lounge chair. Yeah, I went to the heater. I was like next to the heater, like oh. There was a period of time where all of us were like kind of like like huddled, like trying to like get warm. It was it was funny. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, I was sort of wondering, this is the total mom question, by the way, um, mm-hmm. you know, the song's called Crazy AF, and cool. you full-on drop the F-bomb in it, and I was wondering, <laughs> you guys are young, your fans are young, did you guys debate that at all, whether or not you wanted to, to say the F-word? And note, the first line in the song is sang by the youngest person. That's the- true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, irony of all irony. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that was the whole thing. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I don't know if we were thinking that we shouldn't do it, but it was more that we knew that it was going to be like the beginning of like how we wanted to represent ourselves because our whole thing is like we want to represent represent ourselves in an authentic way mm. and at the end of the day like like a 17 to 20 year old group of guys you, you like, might say wouldn't just say every once in a while like it's it's unrealistic not to expect that right. you know? I know what you're so talking you wanna, about when I was 17 yeah. I didn't say a single word <laughs> yeah, like that. exactly there's no way you know what I'm saying there's no way yeah. so like I feel like that's just like everyone knows, we're already probably saying those things, so right. it's like we might as well sing about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but we made a clean. We version. were just debating whether like we would think our fans would be ready for that. 
but I'd say they are. They, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's been a couple of years. They love to sing yeah, it. They, they love to sing They love to sing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, their fa- it's, yeah, it's their favorite word to say out of all of our songs. Yeah, there's, there's certain shows that we can't say it because of, like, like this station, does, like, we need the clean version. Right. So I just go, you craziest. And, and like, just let the crowd hang out. Every time. little girls are like. Every time. Every time. It's, like, louder than what it would sound like if we were on the mic singing it. It's really funny. Hurt for long. Oh yeah. yeah, totally different vibe Definitely. than Crazy AF. Oh yeah, um, more of a mid-tempo ballad um, about uh, Katie put it in very nice words, cheering up a girl who just had her heart broken. Yeah, yeah. some could see it in another way, like <laughs> maybe seeing an opportunity. Yeah, sliding to the DMs, moving, moving in, moving in. That's <laughs> you know, you figured out for yourselves, listeners. Yeah. Um, did those two songs feel like a good pair, like a party song followed by the more serious, heartfelt song? I think you could, need that. Yeah. You definitely need that. You yeah. can't have the same songs. Like, can't talk about the same thing. Party, 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 party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was something we haven't really, like you said, it was like a mid-tempo song, something that we don't really have right now. Yeah. So it was something cool for the fans to listen to. They definitely love it, and which is we great. We performed it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. we performed yeah. it for oh, the first cool. time How was that? last week. It was cool. It was, cool. It was actually yeah. very fun. I'm looking forward to whenever we have to perform yeah. it again. Well, yeah. the, initially, I think we had a little bit of a challenge performing that song because of, of the tempo and the fact that, like, the, the feel of it is still pretty, not, not hip-hoppy, but the, the drums are pretty still gotta be, hard yeah. drums. Yeah. Like, so, like, performing that at a slow tempo, like, we were like, what should we do for this, yeah. you know? Uh, but I think we, we recently f- uh, figured that out, and yeah. um, it's now really fun to perform. Yeah. yeah. It's a good showcase for your vocals, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 You also have a new song called She Do on the way. Can you tease out more of the sound or vibe of it that you're allowed to say? Yeah. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little more. Not what I was expecting. That's literally what it is. It's a so. metal track. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, like, no, we could go kidding. into specifics, but basically, it's just like the energy. We've never had this type of energy in a song before of ours. Like, yeah. when we perform it, the crowd goes the craziest. Like, we feel the best, most confident that we've ever had on stage. And I, I mean, I guess if that, that should probably tell you, like, yeah. how you well, know, and, sick and it is. <laughs> because it has um, that more, like, I hate to use the word urban because everyone uses the word urban, <laughs> but that's the only kind of way to describe it. Because it has that more urban feel, like it, it does, ha- it's a lot easier to dance to. Mm. So yeah. like the dance that we have is so fun to perform. So like yeah. I just feel like every time we hear that song, we get really excited about it. Like you play it, in the, like we play it in the car all the time. Yeah. And that's Even when really it starts, cool you're just like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, a good sign that you want to listen feeling. to your own music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if, if you're like not getting tired of it, if you can class, if you're comfortable showing it to your friends, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Yeah. So you performed it live already for people before. Yeah, oh, no, a lot of the times, actual yeah. studio version. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Ah. So the studio version might sound a little different from what people have heard. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. And we heard there's a video, too. There's there a is. fire music video. Well, I'm going to be honest, we look sick. <laughs> <laughs> we look so dope. Like, we look yeah. the best we've ever looked. Yeah, like I have like my cousins at home like saying, like, yo, can I see that video again? Uh, they've, something they've never said before, and it's just, like, it's dope. Like, we look awesome. so hard. That's yeah, how you know. Deal. That's yeah. how you know, because, like, we all have our own friends at home because we're all from different places, and when they're excited about stuff that we're mm. doing, like, then we're like, okay, this, this, is, this yeah. is definitely the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a perfect transition. Speaking of that, you know, obviously, um, you all came together on the show Boy Band, mm-hmm. and so all of you came from totally different backgrounds, have totally different tastes probably yeah. coming in, came mm-hmm. from different places. You know, um, how did that, can you all kind of individually talk about some, you know, music inspirations that you had, you know, from whether it's like growing up, what your parents played in the house or some of your favorite artists? We'll just yes. go down the line, starting with Connor. Oh, man. Um, yeah, for me, 
man, my my parents actually didn't play too much music around the house. It was like more like Bruce Springsteen and like Mumford and Sons. And that was really <laughs> it. And then I got into violin when I was about four. So mm -hmm. that was kind of my introduction to it. I kind of picked up like just a classical ear and was playing that through all my like elementary school and middle school years. And then when I hit like sixth grade, I was I found like rap. Mm. And that's when I started writing and producing and learning how to play different instruments and stuff. So that's kind of how my musical journey was. It was kind of from like a lack of hearing a lot of music and wanting to go out and find it mm. rather than it just being always present. Cause you can make it for yourself. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, go down the line. See, yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me growing up, like my parents played, which is like two opposites, but they played Christian music and then they played rock and roll, like, <laughs> like Queen and ACDC. And, and then, then Christian rock. And then Christian yeah. Yeah. So, like, listening to that stuff, I don't know. It's such, like, on opposite sides of the spectrum that I wanted to find the in-between. So I mm -hmm. listened to stuff like John Mayer and Jack Johnson, and mm -hmm. then I went to Michael Jackson and stuff like that, Justin Timberlake, mm -hmm. and that's kind of my realm and where I grew up listening to. Sweet. Um, I grew up in the Bronx, and I lived with my mom. My mom would mainly play, like, worship music and stuff. But whenever I hung out with my friends, they'd pick, play crazy music, like DMX, <laughs> and like just straight up rap, like stuff like Six Nine, and like. But for me, growing up, like like singer wise, I was really into Bruno Mars, and like Justin Timberlake, and yeah, I developed my Sam Smith. Yeah, so I was super into Sam Smith actually, and it helped me develop my voice. I used to just sit there and sing in he my room. He likes people who can sing hella good. Yeah. Sang. Sang. Yeah, they sang. 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 I love that. Okay, Sergio? Yes, I grew up in a Hispanic house, so it was just all Spanish from the music to our language to our culture and everything. So um, I didn't even listen to an an English pop song until I was like six or seven wow. years old. So my parents were always playing um, you guys probably don't know them, but artists like Rake and Camila and Sin Bandera, all these crazy duos and trios. Of, like that used to be a thing. There's like there were duos of like amazing vocalists, and I I uh, I grew up listening to that. And on top of that, I would sing um, at church with my uncle and like a band that we had with our family, um, and that was in Spanish as well. So like Spanish was just my whole thing, basically my whole childhood. And then and it wasn't until um, who's the first. I think the first person was Prince Royce. He's another Latin artist. Um, he started to incorporate English into his Spanish stuff, mm -hmm. and that's how I started to listen to English. Actually, it's so. funny that the gateway was through like a Spanish. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't like I listened to somebody in fully in English. Like it was like who somebody who incorporated English in it, and then I slowly started to listen to it more. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about Brady? How about Brady? <laughs> Brady's Brady's cool. my favorite. Well, how about it? Um, I I grew up in the like musical theater scene. Um, and I did like a lot of like classical training, um, so a lot of the music I liked was really like maximalist, like crazy harmonies, like all like seven key Show changes. Show tunes, exactly. Yeah. Like I was really really into that. So I think um, <laughs> I think that that really helped me as far as like learning how to vocal arrange and like understanding like music theory. So I'm really thankful. But he's a beast. I have it. Thank you, bro. <laughs> so you're on a radio promo tour right now, yes. I think yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, How has it been performing the new music? Uh, you sort of talked about it. People are like hyped. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's been the fan reaction, you know, to the new songs? Um, mm. yeah. The stuff they don't know quite as well. Yeah. Yet. Like, are they still are they just like, we love everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they already know 
like for example she do mm. uh we've performed it and they, they there, there was this girl that showed me she typed out all the lyrics she's like can you check if this is right and she got every single word Whoa. i was like and the only so. way you can listen to it is through a youtube video that somebody filmed us <laughs> performing it um wow. she's like a one woman genius yeah dot com. <laughs> so <laughs> from yeah she was one that flew from london to watch us perform at Whoa. a Whoa. yeah yeah it was, it was like crazy. We had to change the set wow. just so she could hear she do because yeah. she was like, oh, "This would be really worth it if we could, if you guys sang she do." Oh, and yeah. we're like, "Oh, we're not <laughs> saying wow, that." Wow, her power! You yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we had to change. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, the second anniversary of your formation as a band is this month. Um, first of all, can you believe it's been two years already? And, no. Uh, yes. Can you? Yeah, it feels every day of those two years. Like but can you put into words what um, the last two years have been like for you guys? Wow, that's a big. Uh, it's like I always say this all the time to people who who I'm like kind of explaining my situation, like friends at home. Yeah, it's like this is our this is our version of college. You know, you have peers with mm-hmm. you, and you're learning about you know the field that you want to eventually make a career in. But we're doing it in a dope way where we have like we're surrounded by peers and we have each other to fall back on. And it kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off, and it's more of like a learning experience mm-hmm. um, these last two years than just sort of like a like you know what I mean? Like yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of bands that you know are together for a year, two years, three years, even before releasing music. So it's like we were on the show together, we got put together, and we didn't know how to be artists yet. We mm-hmm. didn't know how to we're work with each into other, the world. and we didn't even really know each other. So mm-hmm. like these last two years have been learning how to do all of that with you know everyone watching us yeah. one way i like to see it, it's like a roller coaster you know like you start off and then like you go up then you go down <laughs> then, then you go, go up you do a loop you loop turn and you down again it's like a roller coaster right that. he's so right <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's been yeah you go to the hospital <laughs> the car breaks down on <laughs> yeah. top of the coast sometimes it gets stuck yeah it goes down Gotta fix the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's 100% true, though. It's a roller coaster yeah. ride. And we are very thankful for everything that's happened because it's gotten, to, it's gotten us to where we are right now, like mm-hmm. mentally, individually, and as a group. So we're super pumped for this um, next chapter in our careers. Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, it's a perfect note to leave it on. We look forward to hearing the new music, and thank you guys so much for coming in thank today. Thank you, guys. Y'all are sick. Thanks so much to In Real Life for stopping by. Stay tuned for a quote-unquote big announcement they said we could tease on the way from the guys very soon. Hmm. Hmm. What could that be? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And now it's time for the chart stat of the week. Forty years ago this week, the Bee Gees collected their ninth and final number one on the Hot 100 with Love You Inside Out. The track climbed three to one on the list dated June 9th, 1979. The Bee Gees were red hot in the 1970s and so hot fire, this was their sixth consecutive number one in a row. And all of them were logged between 1977 and 1979. Those six number ones, How Deep Is Your Love? Staying Alive, and Night Fever, all from the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, and Too Much Heaven, Tragedy, and Love You Inside Out, all from the trio's Spirits Having Flown album. Before that six-in-a-row triumph, 
The group also topped the chart with You Should Be Dancing in 1976, Jive Talkin' in 1975, and How Can You Mend a Broken Heart in 1971. All stone-cold classics, I tell you. Hmm. In total, the Brothers Gibb charted 43 hits on the Hot 100, with 30 of those reaching the top 40. So there you have it. This week, back in 1979, the Bee Gees got their final number one on the Hot 100 with Love You Inside Out. Right, so we've reached the end of our big shoe. Any parting words, Katie? Hmm. Uh, well, no? I've got none. None. <laughs> what song should we go out on? I'm going to suggest one for you. Oh, okay. A song that was a number one hit on the Hot 100 that was written by but not performed by the Bee Gees. Ooh, what is that? Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's "Islands in the Stream." Love them. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.